Listening Dog Media. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it's somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Hear him. Breathtaking. Like never before. Hello and welcome back to Seaman Says with me, David Seaman, and Lindsay Hooper. Lindsay, it's quarterfinals. Um... What are you thinking of England, France? Ooh. Oh, you know, it's, I feel it's, like that. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so difficult, isn't it, to just get your England hat and just put it to one side for a second and try to be so objective? Because we we've seen England perform brilliantly in moments. There was that one performance against USA where I think there was there was definitely more question marks. But overall, yeah. you can't really critique too much what England have done, but they haven't faced opposition of this calibre yet. But I, I feel yeah. like you can say the same about France. You know, they, they haven't mm-hmm. met a team like England in this competition yet. That's why we get to this point of the, the tournament. And it, it does become more likely that you'll go to extra time, more likely that we'll see some penalties in these stages because teams are more evenly matched. And that's what we're hoping. You know, we don't want either of these sides to... Well, we don't mind if England run away with it, but I (laughs) expect that they won't. Uh, (laughs) So I I suppose from our point of view, it's trying to dissect what we think are France's weaknesses, if they have any. And that distraction, which Mm. is Kylian Mbappe. Now, do do you buy that as a distraction? Do you go with three at the back, with Carl Walker as one of those back three, and then have Kieran Trippier in there as an extra reinforcement. But then that means Gareth Southgate abandons the back four that he's had for the whole of this tournament so far. Is that Um, too much playing towards one player? I mean, what would you say in your experience? You've gone up against teams that have had one sparkling individual. My, My thing about this, though, is I don't think it is just Mbappe. I think if you put too much attention on him, you ignore players like Griezmann and, and other amazing oh, no. talent in this team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. Dembele as well. And Dembele. Yeah, Dembele, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know what you mean, and, and Mbappe is, is such a threat. But, you know, for me, I, I would stay with what, what he's been doing all the way through. I would stay with the back four. Obviously, you're aware of, of his threat. So maybe, you know, whoever plays on the right, whether it be Forwarden or Saka, that they have to be more defensive-minded just to start with, just to see how it goes, see how the game goes, see how it pans out. Um, and that's why I think, I don't know, I've just got a sneaky suspicion that he might play Saka on that right-hand side because he's he's so much more defensive-minded than than what Foden is. Um, but, yeah, I would want to, as, a, as an England manager, if it was me, I would want to go with what I've been doing all the way through the tournament. You know, and and try and enforce our game onto France. You know, because I still feel that if if all our players play really well, we've got a great chance of beating France. Someone else, uh, I don't know where whether this was on the TV coverage or on some other podcast that I've listened to. I, I've just been absorbing so much around this World Cup, but someone else was talking about how 
Jude Bellingham has now created a bit of a problem for Gareth in this game because it might have been a game that he would have gone for more of the Calvin Phillips treatment. Yeah. But he probably right. can't do that, can he? Not when you've seen how Bellingham's played. No, he, he, you've got to leave Bellingham in all day long. Um, you know, and I still I feel that in, in Rice and Henderson that we've got enough de- defensive cover there as well. Um, you know, when I, when I think about it, I think that France will be they'll have they'll be thinking more about where the English threat is going to come from, and that English threat comes from all over the pitch at the moment. You know, it's not just like Harry Kane scoring loads of, loads of goals. You know, he's only just scored in his last game, but a lot of the other players have been scoring goals. So I think France will be a, be quite worried about that. You know, they know that. You know, our, our, even our bench is is that strong that players can come on and really affect the game. Whereas for me, with France, it's it's almost like they're they're eleven. Okay, so is is the one thing that we're missing or have been missing is that ability to try from distance? Because if we are restricted, if we're not getting much joy in their box, a lot of the goals have come in the box. I can't think of one from mm. outside. Correct me if I'm wrong. I can't right. think of one. Um, so, was Kane so outside you, the box? Mm, I think no, he was just he was inside just the in. box. Just inside, yeah. okay. It could have been on the halfway line that how hard he hit it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm thinking of that Skulls figure, yeah. that Lampard figure that occasionally would just pop up with a goal from 25 yards. Yeah. We haven't. Who's who's scoring those for us at the moment? Well, nobody yet, but I can, I can see Henderson doing that. You know, yeah. he's got a decent strike on him. Um, but yeah, I, and then I think of Lloris. And yes. He's, he's one of those goalkeepers that when he goes in goal, the, the, the goal looks big and he seems to look small, but he's still like, I think he's like 6'2 or 6'3. Is he really? Oh, yeah, he, I, he I, met him and I, was, I met him and shook hands with him at an awards thing and I was thinking like, wow, you're taller than I thought. You know, because he was similar size. You know, all right, I'm on my way down now, but (laughs) (laughs) he is quite a slight frame, though, isn't he? So even at identical height, I think if you're quite a well-built, broader person, Mm -hmm. then it it would it would definitely feel like you you sort of tower him a bit. But he's prone Um, to a mistake, though, isn't he? And we know. I think at the moment, if you're comparing two goalkeepers, we're much happier having Pickford in goal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you know, and, and and Jordan's not that tall, you know, but he's got that. That's he's got. The, I don't know. It's like presence in goal where the goal doesn't look big, if you know what I mean. You know, like I, I always remember Arsene Wenger saying it about Richard Wright when we were doing our drills, and I, I was Arsene used to come over and watch us, and and uh, I'd I'd been in done a you know saved a few shots and that lot. Then I came out and it was Richard's turn to go in, and then Arsene was stood with me and Bob, and he went to me. He went, David. He went. Why does the goal look so big when Richard goes in it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, I don't know, boss. <laughs> Maybe it's the size of me. <laughs> yeah, but but Larry's gives you that impression, doesn't he? Like the goal looks massive when he's in it, you know. And I look at him when he's like doing the penalty shootout or say trying to say penalties. And it does, it just, it looks big, you know, so that might make 
players want to have a go from outside the box, Lynn, because there's, I, they yeah, see a I lot just of want the goal. them to test him. Yes, I want yeah. him to be be active in this game. Um, I think the midfield is going to be a key battle. So it sounds to me, from yeah. what you've said, David, that if we if you're going to go with the back four as he as he has done in all of the matches so far, then you're looking at the three being Bellingham, Rice, and Henderson. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking more or less the same team that played against Senegal. But my only question mark would be Foden or Rashford. See, the pace of Rashford. They're probably both going to get minutes though, aren't they? Yeah. At some point, yeah. whether one yeah. starts or the other. So, Yeah, but it's the start that's that's the, the, the most important bit about it is you know, like setting your stall and and imposing yourself on them. And did he who rest? Would, who would they fear most? Who would France fear most out of Foden or Rashford? I think Foden. Mm. And I think because of the way that he plays and he he, he does like to take on a player and he can do it. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, um, and Rashford's proved. It, I think I think Rashford would be a good impact sub. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So same same as before. Then same team. Come on, Gareth, listen to us. Listen to Seaman says. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's been a, a bit of a, almost a blessing in disguise that they haven't had Benzema in the team? Uh, and I know obviously he's a Ballon d'Or winner and he's an incredible player, but for what they've got from Giroud, being a, a potentially a better all-round player, willing to do more on the ball and off the ball, than, mm. than Benzema and he's already proved it with I mean how many goals has he got he's got three goals he's already he's got the record now hasn't he? he's, he's got the record, record for well. France he's got yeah. three goals in the tournament I mean he's it's not it, how can I put this it's not like oh you know we've got to put the old man in because I know Giroud's getting on a little bit in footballing terms but he's not half done bad though is he I know but if you had, so, so who would you choose then if you had to choose well, Giroud I think or be, Benzema? Be, before the tournament started, you'd go, well, you want Benzema, don't you? Yeah. But yeah. now looking at how France play and, and what Giroud offers them, do, are they missing Benzema? I, obviously, you don't know because he's not playing, but yeah. it doesn't look like they're really missing that threat because obviously they've got it between Mbappe and Giroud as well. So I don't know. You tell yeah, but- me. <laughs> Graham Sunas is not having Giroud, so <laughs> we're going Benzema. <laughs> it's weird that, isn't it? Because he just said, no, I'm not having him. I'm like, hang on a minute. How many goals he scored? <laughs> I know. I know. It's weird, but, but yeah, I, I, if I had to choose, I'd choose Benzema, if I'm honest. Just, just yeah, fair that, enough. But it's not, not worked for them having Giroud, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is frustrating. Yeah, well, um, hopefully it'll work on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just that day as it, Yeah. But, like, you know, I'm looking at their team now and I'm thinking, we've got a good chance, you know. We really have. I think we've got a really good chance. But I, I, think, I think we're going to concede first. I think France scored the first goal. Oh. Lindsay, don't say that. No. Yeah, I do. I don't care. I'll let us, they can score three as long as we score four. <laughs> oh, that's not, that's not going to do our nerves. will do it, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to do our nerves any good, is it? No, I don't care. Not yeah, on penalties, David. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's about time Jordan won another penalty shootout. Our nerves really can't take unlucky. it. I know, I know. Oh. But it's, it's all about getting through. 
you know, However, what, whatever way. What is what's interesting if this does go to extra time, and England had been in front and France managed to pull it back, for instance, and we're yeah. we're five minutes from or ten minutes from the final whistle being blown and going to penalties. Are England thinking, oh, we'll hold in, sit in now for penalties? Because unlike most other tournaments, are we are we looking at Larice versus Pickford and thinking, actually? Yeah, I know. I think, yeah, I think we, we, we'll feel more confident going into penalties than they might do. Um, Interesting. But there's a one hell of a scar from the Euros. <laughs> You know, so that's that's going to be on a few players' minds. You know, I don't think the nation's nerves can take it. There's been some oh. odd penalty shootouts as well, hasn't there? So far, yeah. I know. Yeah. What about the um, the Moroccan one? The last the last penalty. I was listening oh, no. to on, on the radio. We were going to we were going into London, and I was like, oh my god! I bet he's just going to absolutely smash this. And he chips it down the line, down the middle. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, I hate those penalties. Really hate those penalties, if I'm honest. I still have this Um, feeling in the pit of my stomach that Maguire is going to score a really important goal with his head. I really do. Slab. Yeah. Can you imagine if see. Harry Maguire wins the World Cup? Oh, I would feel like Kevin Keegan. I would love it. <laughs> Make that man a very, very big crown and stick it on his head. <laughs> Just been this size, Dumpty Wayne. <laughs> I can just visualise it though a corner I can just see it and it's towards the latter end of a game and he heads it in and then yeah he's the hero yeah I would I would love that honestly it it would be perfect you know and it would just be brilliant for him as well but not just for England but for him personally as well but Let's get past France first. Yeah. <laughs> this is potentially the the, the biggest, uh, well, it's the biggest match England have played for a long time mm-hmm. against yeah. champions. This is defining for them. And obviously, if we do pass them, yes, there still will be teams like Brazil in there. But you'll, you'd pretty much feel invincible beating the world champions in, and, and going on in the tournament. But also, is this... Is this a defining match for Gareth Southgate as much as it is for the team? Because as tournament football sort of progresses, this is the pinnacle of him putting a team together strategically to take on a team like this. And and yes, we've done well under his, his tutelage over the past however many years, but if he gets this wrong, and I don't want to be a negative, but what does this mean for him? Does it does it still carry on, or actually, is it the end of an era at that point? David, I don't know whether you agree, but I think it's the manner, isn't it? You know, you, you can yeah. lose this game, but be in the game. Yeah. But if you are not in the game, then that has completely different repercussions. Yeah, okay. and, and and for me, England now are at their best that they've been at under Gareth. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You know, with all the experience they've got. Okay, they've not won anything yet, but we hadn't won anything for years and years before that. But we got to a semi-final, then to the final of the Euros, and now we're coming up in in the World Cup in the 
quarterfinals against France, and we are at our best. There's no doubt. Those players have got so much experience now, and they're able to deal with the pressures. But I, I, just I guess it, it's, it would be defining for England, though, wouldn't it? It's like, well, yeah, where are England now? Because they're but so England good. Are still, yeah, even, even if we lose this game, like what you said, Lindsay, it's about how you lose it, if we lose it. Um, you know, if we still put on a really good show against France and then lose out one, by one goal, then I still feel that we, we are still at the best that we have been for a, a really, really long time. And I don't think that that means that because we lose it, that Gareth has to go or anything like that. I still feel that he's got so much more to offer because we're, we're still progressing. It's not like we've plateaued or anything like that. We mm. are still getting better and better under Gareth's leadership. More than half of our team aren't even in their peak years. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so, you know, all this talk of, you know, will he pack in after this? I I hope none of that those sort of thoughts are entering Gareth's heads or the, the bosses at the FA because I still feel that he can still make this team get better and better. However... I'm going to throw a curveball in. <laughs> this, <laughs> is this tournament the last good opportunity that we've got with Harry Kane up front? Because if you think there's yeah, no... But, I don't think we've got another goal scorer in Oh, I see what Do you mean, mean last World Cup? Or Potentially Euros. even last Euros. Yeah. I mean, he's 29. He'll be early 30s. Yeah. I know it's not ancient, but... He may oh, come on, he'll be 31. Bit. Yeah, but they say, yeah. you know, you, you you lose a few yards, so... Um, you never had yards. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you never lose what you never had. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I know, I know what you mean, but, like, I still feel that Harry's got another Euros in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me um, too. Yeah, but if he doesn't have another World Cup in him, do you look to have a backup in the Euros? Because you go, okay, he'll get us through that tournament, but you have to have an eye on the future. So you'll need to find someone that will, mm. or a system that works with someone else in it, even if it is just the Euros. Yeah, you know, or do you, or do you put, or, or do, do you do a and- Pep Guardiola and you don't need a number nine? <laughs> yeah, England's going into that striker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> going into that and winning it. Oh, right <laughs> we've got it wrong for all those years before that. <laughs> well, we've got 12 goals scored by, was it eight different players? So Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There is so, something to be said for it. Yeah. But then, you know, someone like Rashford might all of a sudden develop into... No, I don't know. That's a good one no. because there's not, there's nobody, <laughs> there's nobody that there. stands out. He couldn't, I know there's he nobody couldn't that see it through, David. Couldn't finish the sentence. He hit the ejector seat. Boom, boom, boom. This is Seaman Says. Instead of our predictions this week, let's go to our mystic animals. I'm convinced that our mascot, Billy, is picking the loser. He hasn't picked England once. Um, last time he right. went to Senegal, I've given up on tactics to try and get him to pick England. And now I don't think I actually want him to. I think it's gone that far that we actually don't want him to pick England. Think, so yeah, it's true. time again, Billy. Um, I'm going to put down two treats again. So wait, leave. Good boy. Um, we've got one here that's going to be 
England and one here and that's going to be France and I'm just going to let you just do what you do off you go <gasps> the jeopardy I think this uh -oh. means it goes to extra time guys so he went <laughs> <laughs> he sniffed England sniffed France and went back to England again Boy. And now he's eating Frank's oh. afterwards too. Oh, okay, <laughs> he's right. Had both. So he's chosen England. It's the first time, but he didn't. He went and sniffed oh. England, left it, went and sniffed France, and then went back to England, which I think means either penalties or extra time. I'll go with that. Right, Adam, it's Deacon's turn. What's he going to do? Deacon. England. France. It's not a croissant. <laughs> Deacon. Okay. He's done England. He's gone for England. Yeah, that's did that two last out of time, two. So. Two oh. out of two. Oh, I don't know whether that's a good thing, mean? though. Oh, what's that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he went for England. He sniffed it. He sniffed France. He hasn't eaten either of them. And the door's just gone. So he's gone upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean the game's going to be called off? Our mascots are not doing very good. <laughs> so he's not had a treat. He's he just left it. He's just left a treat on the ground. <laughs> I think the he's only like... way to cure this, Adam, is you to eat one. Oh! <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Right, let's see how they get on this week. We'll be back on Monday with all the reaction to the quarterfinals and hopefully we'll be looking forward to an England semi-final. See you then. This is a Listening Dog Media Production. Sports Social Podcast Network.